Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. <laughs> Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Mike Schaefer in studio from 7 to 8. As always, we have free wings coming in at the end of the show, Sip. I told you about that last week. We have free new smoked wings from Buffalo Wings and Rings today coming in studio. Whoa. What time is that? uh, It'd be about 7.50. Perfect. Yeah. End of the show. We'll have Schaefer try him, Jay try him, DP, me, you. Gus is gone. Gus is missing out on wings today. Gus is gone today. Buffalo wings and rings, fabulous wings. Yes, they are. Probably out of the are. They're going to get up early and do these. Yeah, yep, they are. I, hey, I'll Jones. tell you what. You eat wings whenever, right? Yeah. Well, wings for breakfast is no. That's good. I mean, that that, that strikes me as natural. Wait, smoky wings. Yep, smoked wings. Smoky wings. They call them smoked wings, smoky but you can wings. say smoky if you want to, I suppose. <laughs> We'll good morning. Around eight o'clock today. Let's good be morning. on our. Let's let's tighten it up today a little bit. Let's tighten Always up. Always tight. <laughs> Talking to Mister Tight over here. <laughs> <laughs> let's tighten the screws a little bit. Oh yeah, I'm all the way screwed up here. <laughs> <laughs> you are all the way. Screwed. I'm screwed up for sure. <laughs> You can always call or text us at it at 402-464-5685. Watch us on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show, of course, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings at GainaTrucking.com. We have, we have NFL back tonight. We'll get yes. to the next segment. Uh, preseason yes. football starts tonight with the Jags and the Raiders. The in Raiders. The Hall of Fame game. Putting Devontae Adams out there, right? Well, if he plays, it'll be for about one series at all tonight. Who else the Raiders get in the offseason? Ooh. They got another. They got a pass rusher from Arizona. Oh, they uh, got they. Hmm. They got a pass. Chandler Jones. Yes, Chandler, Chandler Jones. Jones. Yeah, they got I Chandler. That. Yeah, they got, I knew he went somewhere. I didn't know it was the Raiders though. Yeah, they're gonna put. They're gonna trot Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones out there to a play, team that made the playoffs last year. Chandler Jones had seventeen sacks in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, I know he did. Ten and a half last year. Still pretty good. Four six fumbles. It's a good player. Chandler Jones is a big old rush end. Big old yeah, rush in. 266. 6'5, 266. Jeez. Thundering off the edge. Yes. In Canton, Ohio. Canton, Ohio. You know where Josh I've McDan- been there before. You know where Josh McDaniels went to school? Must have been in Canton, Ohio. Yeah, Canton McKinley. Right down the street. Hey, I've been to the, the Hall of Fame. Have it you? It was amazing. Really? I would recommend anybody who listens to sports or likes sports to visit there. That okay. was so fun. I mean, it's it's so cool to see all those different busts of the guys who are Hall of Famers, and it's it's just a really interactive place. Is it? Now, I went when I was like in middle school or high school, whatever it was, but I I would love to go back. Made an impression on yes, you. Yes, I, I would recommend. I think you would enjoy the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Canton, Ohio. Okay, I'll think about check, that. Check it out sometime on your whenever you go on there on this epic road trip in your life. Yeah, I'm running sometime. out of time. Well, time's 
time's <laughs> wasting. Time's wasting. Speaking of time wasting, let's we do a show We don't waste here. any time ever on this show. <laughs> you got never. Not one second You're ever. You're all screwed up today. All screwed up, yep. Let's tighten it up. Yesterday we had problems with facts. <laughs> we had problems that's with that, facts. That's every day. I mean, come on. No, it's we not. We have fact problems all the time. Some days are worse than others. Um, Yesterday we were we couldn't pinpoint when Wisconsin played Michigan State in Tokyo. I didn't bring that one up. It was my fault. Now I've made a bunch of fact errors too, but I did not. I I didn't even know they played in Tokyo. And then, and then I intimated that it was a foreign game, and you kept saying they played in Hawaii. Well, they did. That's it, not foreign. Well, listen, that you said ninety-five. I was trying to help you out, and I looked at the schedule in the very last game they played. At Hawaii. I guess that's overseas, I mean, that's, that's, that's a five-hour difference of, of time. So, yeah, there could be some jet lag there, some problems. You, you understand that Hawaii's not a foreign country. I, I'm, Yeah, I'm aware it's one of the 50 states in this country. Thank it you. has been for, you know, since the, what, the 50s or 60s? 50s, yeah, I believe. No, no, don't do this. Once again. 50s. Yeah, you're going 50s. to reveal your 1950s. ignorance. We got to quit revealing our ignorance. We, you know what we need to do? Come on. This is what I'm talking about. Hold tight. I mean, don't show your ignorance card so willingly. Just if you don't know something, don't talk about it. <laughs> Isn't that the way to do radio? No, we, we, no absolutely if not. You not, don't this show. not on this show. If you don't know something, don't bring we it up. We speculate, and then we confirm or <laughs> proof that we were wrong. It's just like two old guys talking at exactly. breakfast. That's what we are. <laughs> speaking, real quick, before we move on, well, speaking of being old, I'm yeah. 31, okay? Yeah, yeah. Last night, my wife had people over from work. Oh, like God. She, we were hosting I'm a sorry. party. Yeah. And they're all younger than her. I mean, she's 28. I yeah, mean, these well, are all, that had to be a, these, almost like being right. in hell, didn't it? Exactly. You had 25-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 18-year-olds. And they're playing this music. I said, I've never heard this in my entire life. Like, I felt like, I joke that I'm old sometimes. I, I felt like an old man last night. They're I'll playing, bet you did. You ever heard the band, the, the singer Juicy Boy or Juji? Uh, no. That, or maybe it might be Juice World. I forget what it was. Anyway, regardless. How exactly, do you even got, listen to Juicy Boy? Well, they, had a spe- they had a speaker there, and they played the playlist. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, like, how do you buy it? I mean, well, you don't have to buy it. You can still listen to like an Apple Music yeah. or Spotify or Pandora. Yeah. I'm just saying those were the uh, the songs they yeah. were playing, the bands or the singers. I was, I've never heard any of these songs. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. But felt old. Oh, boy. Felt old. They weren't playing Dancing night. in the Moonlight. No, they weren't. <laughs> they, they were not playing, playing King Harvest. They weren't playing Tom Petty. They weren't playing BTO. No. That'd be corny, though. Too corny for the kids. Right, ask your question. Four six four five six eight five. I just, I, I'm not trying to be negative with this. Mm. I just want to ask. A you don't have to be. Me. I'll turn it positive. Okay. Nebraska SIP had an offense that abandoned quarterback run game in 2017, and it failed terribly. Now the defense was bad that year, but why do you feel like you'll be different this time around if they have the same strategy at quarterback? Well, we we've talked that this year, Mark Whipple. It would be a surprise to see many quarterback run calls with, with Casey Thompson or whoever the quarterback is, right? It's, this is going to be an offense where it's a true quarterback that can throw. We were excited about that with Tanner Lee in 2017, and the team went 4-8 and eight and had just some awful, awful losses down the stretch when what was Mike Riley's final season as Nebraska's head coach. Why do you feel like this will look differently this year than that? Uh, they had a pretty awful loss. <clears throat> in mid-September that year, too. 
if you Northern recall. Illinois. Right. That's the, the game I went to, and the guy said, I'm, I'm out after the pick six, and he never came back. That's what started the downfall. So you asked the question, Nebraska had an offense that abandoned the QB run game in 2017, and it failed terribly. Why do you feel like it'll be different this time around? Because Nebraska's got way better running backs and probably arguably better and deeper at receiver, but way better situation at running back. I don't, you don't remember 2017 evidently because let's okay. Now against Oregon, Trey Bryant kind of got Trey it Bryant, going. Yeah. He got it going. He got over a hundred yards. He was good late in that game. They got hurt. Right now. They don't have anybody at this point. The next, the next game, I don't, I shouldn't say not anybody, but think about the running backs, the running back running game with a quarterback that couldn't run. Think about what they had. They started Mikhail Wilbon against mm-hmm. Northern Illinois. They did. Okay. He, he, Mikhail Wilbon, he's fine. He was okay-ish. Against Northern Illinois, he ran 24 times for 90 yards. Okay. Okay. Now you're looking at me like, Sip, that's not that bad. Okay. Yeah, it's not that bad if you want to go 4-8, and eight, okay? <laughs> and if, if, if you're on your home field and – you're on your home field against Northern Illinois, and your number one running back rushes 24 times for 90 yards. Okay, your number two running back was Ozigbo, which wasn't the Ozigbo of the following year. This was still the developing Ozigbo. He was he was basically number two. That was it. It was it was Wilbon and Ozigbo with Luke McNitt making oh, some like appearances. Like, yeah, he was a good player. Yeah, so. There's a huge difference there. There's a huge difference, in my opinion. Now, you could say, wait a second, what are you talking about? That's not a proven running back room in Nebraska. It's not. Well, Ramir had 495 yards last year. Is that proven? No. 495 yards? No, it's not. I'm just telling you what you got. Uh, That's telling me that it's not that strong. Oh, I don't know. See, that's where we disagree. Now, I'm basing this on potential, but also body type, I mean, depth. Just say, just say depth. Trey Bryant had two bad knees. He, he, he made it to he two did. games. Yep, he did. He made it through game two. He had 60-year-old knees. Everybody knew that. We, we did. And then after that, it was, you know what it was? It was Wilbon, Ozigbo, and Jalen Bradley. Okay? Now tell me this b- bunch of bad – well, for, for one thing, there's more bodies here. And they're, they're better. They're bigger. They're stronger. They're better in a running back room, so that's different. Now, receiver, I know I know what you will say. They were pretty good at receiver, but it was the itty bitty committee. It was it was you know, it was Pearson L, Stanley Morgan, J D Spielman, Tajon Lindsay. It's, a, it's, a, it's not a bad core at all. I mean, Tajon didn't end up doing much in Nebraska, but Stanley Morgan was a good receiver. He he's he was still rostered. How many of those guys were drafted? None, but, Jay, but Morgan was on a roster last Morgan's year. good. Yeah. Morgan's, Morgan's good. Morgan's good. Morgan probably should have been drafted. J.D. was okay. J.D. was okay, but you saw what happened to J.D. when he went to TCU and had to compete for jobs, right? Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and bash J.D. Spielman. I'm not going to bash him either, but I'm, not gonna, I'm not, also not going to sit here and say that he was a great player. I'm not bashing him. He's a good him. player. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. If you had to compare this receiving core to that one, why why is this one better? It's bigger, um, bigger players, faster, stronger players. Looks more like a Big Ten team and less like a junior college team. 
I mean, that's, that's what that team looked like, right? I mean, we – and I'm sure me and – bad football I'm team. sure me and you came on the team. air and predicted nine wins like idiots, like complete <laughs> well, idiots because well, we get no. – like complete idiots. I'm sure we did. That, that whole offseason, people were just ecstatic to see Tanner Lee. Right. Well, this, here's the comes the golden child, a potential first-round pick. You know what? He can actually throw the football. That's what we said. This guy can actually throw. Look at his numbers at Tulane. He can throw the ball. So we get what we, happens is we, we and I include myself in this, is just because they're Nebraska players, we automatically assume they must be pretty good. And there's, there were some pretty good players, but the team was 4-8. and eight. All right? And, I mean, I don't know. Again, we don't know what's going to happen this year, but I like the look of the running back room way better than this one. I can't say I like the receiver group. Well, you know I don't like this receiver group as much as I like the running back group. But the, the reason I think it could be different is I think you have a group of running backs that's much deeper and better than than the, the one they had in 2017. We, we can bash all we want. The, I'm not bashing anything. Um, hear me out. We can bash all we want the, the concept of leaning on a quarterback run and saying how dangerous that is, how you know how non-effective that could be in the red zone, which it has been for Nebraska without accurate throwing. But, but that offense has moved the ball for a long time. Think mm-hmm. about Tommy Armstrong could move the ball with his legs. Taylor Martinez, Adrian Martinez, I mean, all, all those guys, they put up, they help put up big yardage and so, some big points, but red zone was tough for Adrian the last couple of years. Now, again, you're, you're taking away a big element of what has given Nebraska success offensively, which is quarterback run, right? That's, been, that's Well, it. I don't know you're taking it away. You're diminishing it. They, Mark Whipple has said the words, we still have option runs in the playbook. They still have them. They're not taking it away. And Casey can run. You're forgetting what Charles Thompson said. Oh, I know what Charles Thompson said. What did he say? He said that Casey can run. He, he said that one of the reasons they're here is because Nebraska lets its quarterbacks run. Hmm. But he's not going to be Adrian. It's not going to be like an Adrian Martinez discussion. But I would ask you this. What if Adrian Martinez were still here with Whipple? Whipple let him run. You gotta let it when you when you got a guy like Adrian who's six two and two thirty, and can and can run. I mean, he can run. He can run with the running backs. You can put him with the running backs in running back drills, and he looks like a running back. You run him. Whipple run him. It's available in the offense. It it is. How would you not run Adrian Martinez? We have to. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious you. how often he'll run at K State. Not as much as Nebraska no, is the won't. answer, right. but. Then, but what is it? There's a sweet spot. And I just thought Nebraska didn't hit it. They overshot it. They, they, they abused him. They abused the privilege. They did. I thought they did. That's what I think. Just, take, just run 25 times, Adrian. Right. Just, just do it. Just make it happen. I mean, I can see how it would be tempting to do it, right? If you see Adrian trot out on a football field, he's, it's a pretty impressive sight, right? It is. And then when he takes off running, it's pretty impressive, it's isn't it? Captivated. Yeah, it's captivating. So, so I'm sure, as a play caller, and you can't, you can't say this, nor can I. As a play caller, could you not push that button a little too often? I mean, could you, do you see yeah. why you'd be tempted to push that button well, a little too often? Because you're tempted to see, hey, this is 
you know, he just had a 75-yard touchdown run. Let's, let's see if he can get another 15-yard run here. And he's 6'2", 235. Now, with you, okay, now, 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 hold on now. Now you got Casey Thompson out there. Casey Thompson, who's listed at six foot, not six foot, 5'11", 195. He's not big. You saw him. Oh, no, you didn't because you weren't at practice. I, didn't, I, I, I have slip seen up. him, though. Yeah, I saw him at practice, and it's pretty striking his size compared to the other quarterbacks. Now, the other quarterbacks are all pretty big, mm-hmm. but he's not. It's, he, that, that picture doesn't look the same now. It's, that won't be Adrian. That's a littler quarterback running, running out there. How you gonna, are you going to run it? You saw what happened to Adrian. I mean, he, he got his jaw broken. He had a bad, <laughs> he got a bad <laughs> shoulder. He had, a, he had lower extremity injuries. You can't send Casey Thompson at a Big Ten defense 12 times a game running the ball. You can't do it. There's no way he'd make it through the season. There you go. I, I'm, again, curious. 402-464-5685. I want to hear your guys' thoughts that, okay, they will not completely abandon quarterback run, but it will not be by any means as close. big of a part of an offense as it was with Adrian. No, not even close. The last couple of years. Which is what it was in 2017. They, you know, Tanner Lee did not run the ball at all. They they went purely to a non-quarterback run offense. And again, the defense was failed by Bob Diaco. That was a disaster. It was not all the offense's fault, but the offense was not good enough to help the the defense out that year and and overcome a four and eight record. So I'm just curious, why do you guys feel like it'll be different this time around with much much less quarterback run? I don't know. The Vegas Bobcats on me. Do you listen to your own show, the Vegas Bobcat says, the hypocrisy of what you have said for weeks about the QB run game or lack thereof, and now it's an option? You make a politician look consistent. <laughs> have I, I don't, hey, J, now, Vegas, Vegas, I don't think I, I have, have I said that the QB run game will be not available or something well, of the past? Or, much less than yes, it has been. it will be much less. But still there. I'm just saying what Mark Whipple has said. Mark Whipple has said the words, we still have option. We still have option runs, the option game in our playbook. Casey can take off running, right? He's a good runner. All you got to do, Jake, you can you can go to YouTube very easily at your age. Sure. And, and, <laughs> I can figure that one out. Right. And, and watch video of Casey, and he can run. He's a good runner. Kent says, run him like Joe Gans in 2000. There you go. That, I'm, I'm not joking. That's a good. Joe Gans, pure passer, but also was, was capable Joe could of run. running. Yeah. Capable. Yeah. That's a, okay. If that's Joe Gans back there, boy. The offense is like that year. I mean, 2008 was a good offensive year for Nebraska. That, but, right? but, yeah, yeah. As far as using a quarterback, um, you know, and splitting up how much he passes and runs. Joe Gans, that, that'd be good. That's what might, probably will look like. We had two straight texts from different people that mentioned Joe Gans with Casey Thompson. Yeah. Joe, uh, Josh in Chicago says this at 464-5685. I hear you mention Casey Thompson's height all the time, Sip. How tall is Joe Gans? Gans was probably six foot six, one, a little taller than Casey. Okay, he says, I'm pretty sure that guy was about six foot, and he could sling it and run at the same time. Yeah. I'm just saying. Josh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, Josh in Chicago is exactly right. I'm not – this is not me saying that Casey's undersized, okay, for a college quarterback. 
he's not tall though, and I think people will understand that once the games get going. Um, yeah, Joe's I'd say a little taller, but it's a great comparison, and how you might use if a the offense looks like what it did with Joe Gans, I think you're going to like the product this year. That yeah, was fun to watch. If the quarterback position looks like it did with Joe Gann, yeah. it'll be fun when to he watch. He came in at 07 and then he in an 08. He came that was in, fun to watch, man. He came in late in 07 yep. and slung it around when, when Keller hurt his knee. Put up 70 points in K-State. Yeah, Keller hurt his knee at Texas. That's right. And then Joe had a, fab, he a put, fabulous season. He put up 51 points in a 14-point loss to Colorado. Joe Gans did. <laughs> Joe Gans. Yeah, I, I like I like that people are bringing up Joe Gans. Anytime you can bring up Joe Gans, oh, I like it. It's, it's it's a very positive thing. Yeah, it, it, he was a great he's a great kid too. He okay. was a great. Kid. Here's some feedback from more, more feedback from the text line. Michael in Carolina, he says it's a non, this is a non-issue. A running quarterback has not gotten to us gotten us to a bowl game the past few years. I'm optimistic that Casey or Chuba can develop better from Whip than Martinez from Mario. Yeah, I'd rather have a passer that can run than a runner that can pass. Absolutely, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree with, yeah, I agree with all that. <laughs> I do. I think that's. I think that makes a lot of sense. Joe in Boulder says that Keller broke his collarbone. Oh, okay, that wasn't he a knee injury. He, yeah, it was a collarbone. Thing. Thank God, these people yeah, are. They're on. They're on. See those? We see what we did. We're not on our screws. Uh, we have to, Jake. We have to. We have to tighten up. I, I'm tight. Look at that. Okay. Try to tighten me even more. Okay. No, you won't do it. Uh, Derek. Derek in a car on Highway 77. Hi, Derek. It says. Uh, Hi, Derek. Can Thompson's arm strength questions be mitigated with more rollout and play action? Yes. How, how many questions are there about arm strength with Casey Thompson? He's, he doesn't have a. He doesn't have a. Okay, if you're talking about. Arm strength, smother. Excuse me, not smother. Richard Torres has the strongest arm of that group, and then probably Purdy. Okay, and then you know you get Casey can make all the throws. That's the bottom line. He doesn't have a super strong arm, but he can make all the necessary. I've always throws. thought that's overrated. Yeah, because because you like Fitzpatrick. He, he can sling it. Does he have a strong arm? I, I don't know if I'd say that. No, probably not. Tua doesn't have a strong arm, but he's accurate. Yeah, I know Tua. I know Tua is, doesn't have a strong arm. This is not me bashing arm. him with no arm. I'm just saying he doesn't have the, the Josh <laughs> Allen cannon. But you know what? Josh Allen's first couple of years, he was not very good in the pros. He was inaccurate. Mm -hmm. He threw picks. He, he was wild with his throws. He, he's got that dialed, and now he's very good. Mm -hmm. But I, I told you the story. when One of the Dolphins' best years of my lifetime with of quarterback play mm -hmm. was with Chad Pennington. He mm -hmm. threw four interceptions the entire season with a noodle arm. He had a noodle because arm. Because he was accurate. He had a visible noodle arm, though. They, they designed plays that he could you know got, get open receivers. He didn't have to tight, you know, fit into tight windows. Mm -hmm. But he had a noodle arm and had like 28 touchdowns and four picks in yeah. the regular season. Yeah. I'm not worried about... If you're accurate, you can overcome a strong arm. Yeah, I'm not worried about Casey Thompson's arm strength. Now, by the way, we haven't talked about the projected backup, Chubba Purdy. Chubba Purdy is a pretty good runner. I mean, if you look at his past, the game he started against NC State, I think he ran for 54 or 59 yards in that game. His freshman year, his freshman year, you can double check that. If Gus were here, he'd double check it. Um, Chubba can run a little bit. He's 
Well, Chubba was a dual threat quarterback in high school. Okay. He was a top 10 ranked dual threat quarterback in high school. Now, Chubba himself will tell you because he told me he's not a, he's not a run first quarterback by any stretch of the imagination anymore. He's a pass first guy who can run. But Chubba can run, Jake. This is not so what are, what are we saying? This is not Tanner Lee. All right. Do you understand? Yep, yep. Do you understand? You raised the question. But I asked him because he's not, he's not a running quarterback. The, good question. Nebraska had an offense that abandoned the QB run game in 2017, and it failed terribly, 4-8. and eight. Yep. Why do you feel like it'll be different this time around? Well, t- two reasons that, I, that come readily to mind is this is not Tanner Lee we're talking about. We're talking about the top two Nebraska quarterbacks, well, the top three Nebraska quarterbacks when you throw Logan Smothers in there. They can all run. They're all, they can all run. Casey can run it a little bit. Chubba's a probably a little bit better runner than Casey, and Logan's a better runner than either of them. So they have three guys that can run, okay? There's just not going to be as much of it. And then the other reason I think they're – they're well, come on, look at the run. Don't – you can fold your arms over there and, and cast aspersions my way, but the running back room is deeper and better now than I it just is. Have, I just have – a little doubt there. I'm not saying that there's... I have a little doubt, too. But the room looks good, but I've seen rooms look good before in the past that didn't do anything, mm-hmm. whether it's running backs or other positions. They, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that looks pretty good, but why is it not performing on the field? Deeper, better. Deeper, better this year. By the way, I talked to Anthony Grant yesterday. Yes. Last two practices, he's been the number one running back. Okay, there you go. He's also the number one kickoff returner, as he was in 2018 for... Florida State. The Knowles. The Knowles. Your, your boys. Your guys. All right, we had some texts coming in. 464-5685. Corey and Lincoln. Um, Is this our Corey? Yeah. We need to hear from he him. He says, people never stop bringing up Joe Gans in this state. He's gone from underrated <laughs> to overrated. And I am a Joe Gans fan. <laughs> That's a pretty astute observation. He was pretty good, Corey. He was good. Here he says he's gone from underrated to overrated, <laughs> and I am a Joe Gans fan. He put up Corey. numbers. He put up numbers. He, like, you can't deny his numbers. He was charismatic, too. That's another reason people like him. He, remember how charismatic he was? Great interview. Well, yeah. I mean, Joe Gans. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Dude you'd want to go bowling with. Well, it, you want to go to Sun Valley and have some wings and bowl? Take Joe Gans. And well, it'll it was, guaranteed fun. Well, if you just think about when he even came onto the field in 07, it was, a, it was a pleasant sight for what was a really horrible year before that. Well, let's not do that to, to Keller. Well, to I'm, not, Sam. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm just, that's the Joe Gans story. Joe Gans yeah. was, who, who disliked Joe Gans? Nobody. Nobody. He, was, he was universally loved here at Nebraska, yeah. universally loved by this fan base, and still is. Thank you, Corey. That's a good observation, though. Uh, Michael in Carolina says, I still can't believe Tanner Lee got drafted. Six rounds, and then appeared on the Jim Rome show. He threw a lot of picks with the Jags. And then, the, well, no, yeah, it was before the draft. He appeared. He appeared with Jim Rome in one of the strangest guest appearances you'll ever see. Right in in studio, Tanner Lee, after a four and eight season at Nebraska, he had a fabulous agent. Apparently, must have. Uh, wet blanket is here. Okay. Finally, thank you, White Blanket, for showing up. He says, I'm confused. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Is Nebraska's offense going to be better because of Whipple's passing game or because the QB can run? It appears to change every day. 
<laughs> I'm just saying it. Hey, wet. I'm just saying it's an option, and I'm talking mainly about escapability here, right? Isn't that what we're talking about, yeah, Jake? Yeah, you're not going to be a statue, right? But not necessarily designing quarterback run, right? Look at scrambling Casey. is going to be possible. Watch Casey do drills. You ever watch him do drills on like Twitter when he when they put Twitter videos out? Look at the way he moves in the pocket. I mean, I think that's a lot of his one of his strengths is his movement. He he's really kind of a jitterbug in the pocket. He'll move around. He'll move the pocket, move the pocket, move the pocket, move the pocket, and then throw. Okay. Tanner wasn't really like that, right? He didn't have like real quick no, feet. He was slow. He wasn't very athletic. He, no. He had good arm talent. Good arm. Yep. Yeah, good arm talent. Strong arm. So he's much different quarterback than Casey. Casey definitely can roll out. Definitely moves the pocket. Definitely is a threat to take off downfield. That's a good that's a great I like that picture. And on that note, Greg and Myrtle Beach with us this morning. All our all the all heavy all, hitters. All, here. all the heavy Where hitters. Where are you at, John and Des Moines? Where are yeah, you at? Yeah, uh, all the heavy hitters. Greg says important difference in Thompson and Martinez. Thompson sees the chains and extends drives with his feet. He won't slide a yard too soon to force a punt. Mm, 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 mm. Don't do that. Know where, do know where that first down marker is. Don't slide a yard short no. of the first down. Be a Rex Burkhead. Know where that marker is. Remember that? Remember Rex? Had a nose for that marker, didn't he? He didn't did. He? Oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah he had a... Tim says, you've now said Chubba has the stronger arm and is a better runner. Is the staff overvaluing Casey's experience? Uh, it's a good question. I mean, you can – I mean, okay. This is where you get into the complexity of the quarterback position and football in general. Yeah, you can definitely say Casey has a – or excuse me, Chubba has a stronger arm and he's a bit, little better runner probably. But that doesn't mean he's a better quarterback. That's decision-making. That is experience. Um that's accuracy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Th- stronger arm doesn't mean more accurate arm. Exactly. Decision making is decision making. Um, reading defenses, right? Marrying the concepts of your offense to the defenses you're seeing. That's all part of this. It's not like you're just going out in the parking lot at the ticket and saying, okay, uh, who's got the stronger arm? And then let's run a race. Who's faster? Oh, there's your quarterback. No, it's not. That's not the way quarterback position works, right? I mean, you have a strong arm. Thank you. But I wouldn't want you as a quarterback. Oh, come on. <laughs> Damn it. I'll run the trick play right here. Put me in there for the trick play. I can chuck it deep. You'd be a very bizarre quarterback. Frenetic. Oh, I think you'd God. Be. Yeah. Listen, I, I could tell you that from my days playing flag football. I'd be frenetic. <laughs> You don't want me a quarterback. <laughs> Your team's not going to win. <laughs> I might complete a deep pass here or there, but, boy, it's going to be a lot of slop in between. A <laughs> couple more texts before we get to break. Uh, Dave, Vegas Dave, says, doesn't matter how deep the running back room is if you don't have the dudes up front. That's true. That's absolutely true. And we haven't talked about that. I, You know, I'm somewhat of a – I overdo it with optimism sometimes. You can. Yeah, it happens. I like the potential of this offensive line as a run blocking unit. Now, now here's the thing: you look at those big tackles they have. They have mammoth tackles. Neither of those guys are particularly nimble. 
Teddy Prohaska is 6'10", 320, and he's coming off of a knee, a pretty bad knee injury. Bryce Benhart is never going to be confused with Allen Iverson. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think that he will. I mean, those guys aren't particularly nimble, so they better be able to mash, right? They better be able to mash. That's that's the first time in the history and forever going forward that Allen Iverson will be in the same sentence as Bryce Benhart. They be, they better be able to mash. And 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 they better be able to but the, but they got a pass block. I mean they gotta protect Casey. I, I think that big one on the left tack, on the left side, it's just gonna be hard to get around him. Uh um, Teddy Prohoski. Yeah. But hopefully Benhart's gotten better at pass blocking. Yeah, that's what we're gonna that's, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. But you know what? They're gonna find out on Saturday. They're gonna find that yes, out. Yes, we've got a scrimmage in two scrimmage days. Scrimmage Saturday, now. and if I, I, I'm tempted to head over to that uh, parking garage, over um, try to get, 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 get my binoculars out and see what that looks like. <laughs> just they've just they're gonna block your your view now. You just you just told them we're gonna watch. No way, listens to our show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more next early break in the ticket.